You had to be cancel. You had to cancel your not getting nailed to a tree exercises. Yet, you or you're getting nailed. You had to cancel your. Huh, never mind. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for a Video Games Hot Dog episode, I don't remember which number. <clears throat> 205. You're right. I have verified it. How have, you guys, how have you guys been? It's been two weeks. It's true. It has. That's an infinite amount of time. It is. We went to an infinite number of beaches. Well, I did. You didn't. Did we you went to an, an infinite, infinite number, number of apartments. Uh, no, I, I ate an infinite number of seashells. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How are the burritos, guys? We didn't have any uh, because Fuck we didn't, you guys. Uh, we Sorry. didn't know what we were supposed to do. Yeah, you so I asked some burritos. Okay, so I asked. I asked. Okay, okay. And okay. like I was told, well, the California or the San Diego style burrito is like, oh, it has French fries in it. Yeah, you monster. It, and, what? And, and and I was like, I don't remember Jim saying anything about <laughs> French fries. I is this even the right place? Are we in the right city? And that's and that's how as far as we got. I, I I had forgotten until just now. We did try until we found out what it was, and then we refused. <laughs> there's there, well, no, there's some. So there, like, are there French fries in the burrito that you like? Okay, the, you're talking about the California. I guess I don't know. I think the California burrito has French fries in it. Is that what you like? I like a I like a bunch of burritos, but that is like the <laughs> canonical San Diego burrito, <laughs> and that's the one that you miss. No, no, no. I, I, I would, I probably miss the, the bean and cheese more, actually. Okay, so that one is just a burrito that, that has no rice in it. I mean, <laughs> I take issue with the word just. Okay, so, th- so it's a burrito that's, that's bean and cheese and pico de gallo. Maybe pico de gallo. Yeah. There's so salsa of some kind. Yeah. And then the way they treat the tortilla, they probably, I think they have lard in it. Oh, I thought you said they dip it in lye. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the way they treat it. it. They they like say reassuring things to it while they're while they're putting they it in the press. Get a bedside manner for the dying burrito. <clears throat> huh? Yeah. 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 No, I'm sorry if I sent you along that path. No, it's I a- I was really I I wanted to understand, and I did not understand enough going into the situation to. To like f- fulfill the journey, I'm just imagining you guys walking in and like ordering a California and then like opening it up and, and like just walking exactly. out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this! You know, if you lay all of the burritos in San Diego end to end, you will still have zero edible burritos. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> they don't all. They do not all have French fries in them. <clears throat> we went to a bunch of different beer establishments. I actually, I, I'm surprised you guys were not willing to eat. Like it's, it's like. It's like carne asada fries wrapped in a tortilla. I, I have had a burrito with French fries in it, and it was delicious. It also had fried eggs. It oh, was, that sounds not bad. Yeah, it was really good. Actually. You sure they weren't home fries? I'm pretty sure. I think if you put French fries next to fried eggs, they become home fries. <laughs> okay, I guess they live at eggs. <laughs> <laughs> if you lived there, you'd be home. Yeah. Now. <laughs> if you lived here, you'd be home fries. Yes. Uh, we we <clears throat> ate a lot of. We ate some steaks and stuff. Uh, yeah, we uh, we yeah we did go to a lot of beer. Uh, Ballast Point Tap Room is a phenomenal yes. location. I highly recommend that. I drank too many beers there, and then you drove home. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. You forgot about that part. <laughs> you know, I drank too many beers that night. I only had oh, two beers at the acquired, place, and I bought beer there, and then right. drank a bunch of it when I got home. Right, cops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
<clears throat> time cops who are going to go back in time and <laughs> yeah. give you a ticket. Jean-Claude Van Damme, that beer's good. <clears throat> he was uh, the time cop, you see. Then we oh. went to the newer, that was like written on the beer. The newer stone place, which is the Liberty Station stone. Where place. were we that there was something named the Van Damme? Uh, was there a climbing route called the Van Dam? Because it was like in a chimney, and you had to you had to press against oh, yeah. both walls to get yeah, up it. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like, I know I know. There was like a ninja I remember like thinking a ninja about Van Dam last where you week. had to kind of like run up it. And then there was the Van Dam, which was the like chimney version of it. The ninja the ninja one only had holds on one side, and the Van Dam had holds on both. Okay. Yeah. There was the crouching tiger route, which <clears> was just a bunch of really tall uh, cattails. Right. That you had to run across the top of. <laughs> and you weren't allowed to tie in. Right. Well, you had to use invisible ropes. <laughs> they were removed in post. Yeah. What, was the chimney, like, too wide to just chimney up? Like, because that's the thing you can do without any holds. Uh, it depends on the surface of the rock, right? Like, if there's not a lot of friction, I yeah. would have a hard time with yeah. that. Uh and this one, it had a, it had variable width, as I recall, going up. So yeah, that makes it more fun. Yeah, we went to a new uh, Liberty Station, which is a new Stone. sort of outpost of the Stone Brewery yeah. that had that is right in the flight path of San Diego Airport. So planes would go by a hundred feet above you, <laughs> and it was very very noisy. Yeah. It's probably not really. They also feet. flew over to the Ballast Point Tap Room. Like, yeah, th- there's apparently not a lot that was of places the, in San Diego that you can. That's the, the that you can afford that much real estate. Yeah. yeah. San Diego was fine. We hung out in an apartment uh, in the Gaslamp District and went to various restaurants, and it was very gloomy. And then after you guys left, I went with uh, my friend Roy's parents-in-law to a beach house that they rent there, and Roy was also there. And we, uh, I, I was going to say that that would be a little weird if, if no, I, we could pull it off. Yeah. I, they, I know them. I've known them for a lot of years. Okay. They're great. You're right. It would have been a little weird, but not inconceivable, okay. especially now we hung out. We had a lot of conversations. Now you can just, you can just we, tell Roy to go home. You hang out with them. He asked <laughs> us if we had ever seen, uh, uh, this, some band, some local Phoenix band play. And we're like, no, I never heard of them. When, when did they play? And he was like, eh, like 77, 78. I'm like, <laughs> no. Uh, see, Roy was a baby in Mexico and I was a baby in Illinois during that period of time. And he's like, oh, right. I forgot that I'm an old man, <laughs> which is just sort of his constant state. Forgetting that he's an old yeah. man. Yeah, it's so good. That was so fun. We were drinking at like starting at like 10 a.m. every day. Really? Yeah. You normally I uh, know. don't go for that sort of thing. I don't know what's happened to me. Well, I do know my alcoholism has finally gotten the better of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Guys, it's been great. <laughs> um, it's been as great as it's ever going to be. I'm pretty confident <laughs> in that assertion. What have yeah. you been up to, Jim? So I recorded a train hot dog episode that I realized was too interesting to release. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. complicated. I, I, well, the, the format is that it just has to be really inane. Um, but so the question I had was like, what is the origin of the the three beeps at the start of racing games? I thought there was four. Yeah. 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 Sorry. The four beeps. The, okay. the fourth one being an octave up. Right. And then there's like the, the, the traffic light. That, yeah. Um, but and I could not find lights? any basis of, for that in reality. I think every game did it 
imitating pole position. Huh. So you like actually did some research on real life driving. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of it, a bunch of it. And like drag racing has a concept called like the Christmas tree, but it's not the, it doesn't look like a traffic light. Uh, it, it lights that start the race and they don't have associated tones. Okay. Um, and like, like a, a real, um, cause you wouldn't be able to hear anything inside a car anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like to, to <clears throat> when, when the, the motorists are like about to start the race, a beep loud enough to be heard by the motorist would deafen the audience. It would deafen all the bikini ladies. Yeah, standing exactly. In, the <laughs> exactly. in between the lanes of cars. Right. Um, but that is exactly the sort of thing that, um, Oh, I also found out that uh, the designer of pole position is the same guy who designed Pac-Man. Hmm. Oh. oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. And it, it is the sort of thing he would come up with. Isn't he the guy that gets eaten by a giant Pac-Man in the upcoming movie Pixels? It's not, this, it's not the actual guy. It's, oh. it's the actual character, but it's not played by the actual Japanese man. That is... that is Unacceptable? Garbage. Yeah, no, that, that was that was actually my litmus test for whether the movie would be any good. Yeah. Like, I, I decided this in advance. Like, if the guy in the trailer... Like is actually that guy is actually played, but yeah, they could have done that. Sure, if they actually cared, because Stan Lee is in every movie, right? And <laughs> I guess he he gets uncredited roles. And it's definitely a, a signifier for quality, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying though. That like they can put old guys who can't act in movies. They can, yeah, they can clearly. This put he could definitely Japanese be guy. eaten by a Pac-Man. Yes, I think that's something that almost anyone could do. One might say yeah. he already has been. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you ask him. Oh, I don't know if he's been eaten by one. I bet he has the Pac-Man fever. Because you probably had yeah. to have that cleared, like you know, consumed you from can't the inside. Use somebody's likeness without <laughs> oh, their consumption, right? <laughs> the Pac-Man yes. fever is consumption. Garcia both dead, or is just one of them? I think dead? just one of them. Okay. Do you know if it's Buckner or Garcia? No. No, I don't. That song is. Uh, I remember hearing it on an LP as a child and thinking, "Okay, that's a song about Pac-Man," so I like it. When I listen to it now, I'm like, that's not a very good song. I think the Do the Donkey Kong is a better song from that album. Yeah? Yeah. What a, Was there like a Zaxxon? I don't remember. I don't remember a Zaxxon. So I don't. I can't think of what the title would be either. So I can't, can't, can't like what, reverse what engineer What is the Donkey Kong? It. It's a dance. I think, I think the song describes the dance. Uh-huh. Is it... Does it... Do you are you imitating like throwing barrels at a stomping on girders? Yeah, a lot of dancing is stomping on girders anyway. If you're dancing on a girder, I would imagine. Yeah, we've replaced your regular dance floor with a beam suspended a hundred feet over nothing. (laughs) An unfinished building. (laughs) Yeah, this is a dance that can only be performed on precarious scaffolding. Okay, so there is Pac-Man fever. Okay. Froggy's Lament, okay, which is about Frogger. Yep. Sure. Ode to a Centipede, which okay. is about Dig Dug. <laughs> uh-huh. Do the Donkey Kong. Hyperspace, which is about asteroids. The Defender, which is about Defender. Mousetrap with no space, which is about Mousetrap with a space. <laughs> and Going Berserk. Oh. I've right. never heard of any of those except for Pac-Man Fever. Well, you've heard of Do the Donkey Kong because you heard well, about I it from now. Jim just now. Sure, yeah. yeah. No Zaxxon. I think what I was thinking of was going berserk. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. There wasn't a Mousetrap video game, was there? Yes. There was. Yes, in fact, Mousetrap video game. It was one of those, like, sort of Pac-Man clone things. 
I think. That's a weird choice to round out that set list. I bet I bet it's a song about the board game. Because <laughs> that one's way more iconic. It was a good game. I but never played you, it. I only set have... it up and, and made it go. All other video games. What was that? Why would you do all other video games and then one board game? Just to keep things fresh? I don't know. Throw your listeners off I don't know, but I also don't know why you would uh, make a song about a game called Mousetrap for the Atari 2600 that nobody's ever played or but heard it's not, of. There was an arcade version. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still. It's, it's okay. The, then take that, out that part from a sentence and leave the part they did not know where no one's played it ever. Games were going to make it, right? Also, it's possible that they didn't actually care that much about video games, that this was just a cash-in. Huh. Well, then they would have definitely gone with the most popular games. I mean, not to speak ill of whichever of them is dead, uh-huh. but maybe they... You know, they made know. an Angry Birds song before that guy died. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Did that work? Did they? Did he die rich? Could he take it with him? <laughs> he did not die rich. Did he die happy? Did he earn enough money that he was able to not die? I feel like that's what no. a lot of people are hoping for. The answer is no. Okay. You look thoughtful, Kevin. I'm trying to think if anybody's earned enough money to not die, and it's we, it's hard to know, right? Elon yeah, Musk I'm... has earned enough money to not die so far. <laughs> right. He can pay people to fend off his many assassins. If someone had enough money to not die through the method of having their brain transplanted into a younger body, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't. Probably true. Uh, well, except see maybe... see the stitches on their skull. I mean, maybe you know like a young person who seems like they know a lot more than they should. Yeah, there you go. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Do you, what if they they could put your brain in like a baby? That might be fun. I mean, like, you know what I'd like to do is just be really frustrated. It would be like being paralyzed, except only sort of. What would a, that be like, though? You're, you, you're going to have to relearn your motor control anyway. Yeah, and maybe yeah, if you speak true. and stuff like that. If you had ooh, all of your regular knows. faculties, except for the fact that you were like... It would be like, like playing co-op for like three years straight. <clears throat> Live action quap. You'd, you'd get real good at oh, it. God, except fast. you wouldn't be able to jerk off unless you were good at quap. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you You're also like wouldn't need to jerk off for like probably twelve years. <laughs> it's like quap. <laughs> oh, if you were a baby. Oh, oh, if you were a baby. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Oh I was thought you were just talking about if you got to put into any random person. Oh yeah. No. That yeah. Yeah. What if you your brain your brain needs to be really plastic, so they can't just put your brain into a baby and they just put a plastic brain in the baby (laughs) (laughs) they write your name on it so it's you (laughs) oh man and the baby always has to carry around a a picture of you on a stick (laughs) put it in front of its face a little voice modulator oh man i kind of want a culture that does that the way that they the way that they honor their ancestors is by rendering them technically immortal according to them by making babies pretend to be them <laughs> wow. Well, but then who did you? Who were you growing up? Because you also probably had to do this for some former. Dead no, saying, they started person. doing it fairly recently. I see. So <laughs> everyone dies twice. First, when you die, and, and second, then when last dies. time someone puts a picture of themselves for you in front of their face. I see. Oh, that, that's the like everyone dies twice. The first time when you die, and the second time when everybody who ever knows you, every knew you I, or I think thinks about you dies. The, the the actual aphorism is like when someone says your name for the last time. Mm. So like Batman will always live forever. <laughs> yes, he's more alive than anybody. Okay. In our hearts. John Malkovich right. will be super alive as long as anyone <laughs> is watching that movie. <laughs> oh, so that's how John Malkovich is going to escape death through wealth. 
Well, no, remember he, he escapes death by putting his consciousness inside a tiny baby or something. That's the whole premise of that movie is escaping death by living inside Oh, well, right. that's how person, the movie John right? Malkovich does it. I'm talking about the real one. No, that was a documentary. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. That's also what Inside Lewin Davis is about. Weirdly, it's not. It's not pictured. It's just in the. It's in the special features on the DVD. Inside Lewin Davis. It's just, just a remake of going into space into a medium-sized yeah, attic is, door. Is Inner Space starring Martin Short, a documentary. <laughs> Do you, are you contractually obligated to always refer to it as Inner Space starring Martin Short? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everybody knew what movie I was talking about. The as Three Amigos the, co-starring Martin Short. The, 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 the movie Inner Space starring... Uh... You're the one who decided to start that joke, Riff. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, Matthew McConaughey. There you, there you go, go. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. You. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, oh, does right. <laughs> Interspacer. <laughs> Uh, anybody else have any anecdotes to share or should we do some listeners mails I don't have any good anecdotes no. sorry Ben Combe writes is there an RSS feed for train hot dog I want to put it in my podcast player there is I don't remember if it is linked to on trainhotdog.cool can you go to rss.com and just scroll down until you get to train yes. hot dog? <laughs> you can. Uh, I will put a link to the RSS feed. It might be. So th- in the meantime, you can like search my Twitter account for train hot dog RSS because I. Yeah, I, you can also just I look at the, it there once. You can look at the video games hot dog Twitter feed. Can we? Twitter.com slash VG hot dog. tunes it. Uh, yeah, I just keep forgetting okay. to do it. Oh, is that a thing that you you have to submit it? Yeah, I don't know process. if they'll approve it because I didn't do a very good job of making the RSS feed. There, I, like, this can't be the way you make a podcast anymore. And my pride stops me from like asking a younger person how <laughs> to publish a podcast. They're not. They're not podcasting. They're like learning everything about the world through Vine or something. Like, they're, no, it's YouTube. It's YouTube. But what? Yeah, just every they get all of their they get all of their all media their news through sext. YouTube. <laughs> Snapchat. I was just invited to quib in my email. The fuck is that? I don't know. That's perverse. I yep. just signed up for line.me. It's a chat program that's very popular in Japan. You chat entirely in stickers. Okay. Like emoji? Like emoji. Yeah. Is that what like, a sticker is? Yeah, and you can un- like you you log in and there's messages like like the Tom is your friend sort of messages uh-huh. like from the system. You look at those messages and they have like quests to unlock new stickers. And the, the monetization strategy is like you're buying stickers, but there's also a whole bunch of free ones. And like the way the chat works is, um, you type the message you want and then like every word pops up a selection of stickers that are tagged with that word. Oh my gosh. So you can literally like, if you're a, if you're a tool. You can just send the message in text. Oh, I, oh, if you are a tool, I was like, if you happen to be a power saw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, or you can, you know, replace all the so words all in the, the cool message. Kids, with... All the cool kids are just sending pictures back and forth. Yeah. Well, sequences of pictures. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Somebody who didn't submit their name wrote, I currently keep two bookmarks in my browser, one for fart.hotdognet.com and one for radio.kingdomofloathing.com. Would it be a good idea to put a link to radio.kingdomofloathing.com somewhere on hotdognet? I could then just use one bookmark. Thanks. Well. They're different things. They are. And I don't actually like for people, if they don't have to, or if they're not like Linux assholes, 
to download the KOL show directly from radio.kingdomofloathing.com because then it doesn't show up in my stats. So I don't get to, like, think about how popular I am <laughs> while I <laughs> pleasure myself. Which is the thing I do. thinking about a number, like... Yeah. 450. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, it's like in the 700s. But with co-op oh, okay. controls, okay. guys. That's the on. important yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be the worst. Yeah. You would... Yep. Because if your brain was in a baby... You, you're not going to just forget that jerking off is awesome, right? I don't know. That or might be in the never part of the brain you? that they what? have to crush to get inside the smaller baby. You skull. wouldn't. You would not be getting any. You would not be getting any testosterone, right? Nope. Because right. You, you would oh, not be producing yeah. any. So then, would you? Would you? Okay, if you could go back to being a baby, realize probably how much easier your life would be if you didn't have a sex drive. Would you elect to not go through puberty? Hmm. Well, define easier, right? Because it's arguable that everything that we have ever done that is great has been an attempt to find a mate, right? I, I think Maybe. there are a lot of other advantages to going through puberty, like people taking you seriously. Yeah, not having voice problems. Well, but that's that's going through the edge of puberty, right? Like, But I'm saying, if you could make yourself not want to have sex. You can already do that. Well, you could just get castrated, but it's not yeah. reversible. What I'm saying is, well, you can by, also via this brain transplant, to... you are given the ability the to option. try out castration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This. Well, you can also just take estrogen. Okay. You could do that right now if you wanted. I, well, I mean, I couldn't because I don't have any. Are you holding? <laughs> I'm not telling you that. Also, I don't want that. I like having yeah. a sex drive. Sure. But if I didn't have it, I wouldn't. I mean, you you don't know. You don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. Would it occur to you to miss it if you didn't have it? Like, there definitely have been times in my life where I was like, well, I wish I didn't have this thing that's just making me mad all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. There's very much a um, wherever you go, there you are sort of a mentality that I have for life where like I am a very different person than I was 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And I probably like if I looked forward to where I am now, then I probably would not have been happy about it. Hmm. Yeah, like if you if you were describe if your future self was described to your past self, right. you would have thought that yeah. seems bad. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I weirdly do not feel that way like because that's you I just haven't changed in 20 years well that's not true at all i, I have changed a tremendous amount you've, but you've changed since i've known you everything hair is shorter gone, now yeah, everything has gone really well yeah that's true for the last 15 or 20 years is yeah, the yeah. thing so yeah maybe some things i could do could have that's at about. least a good sign but that you're doing things right is it i thought encountering enemies was the sign that you were going the right way <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought save keys to open doors. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I've learned from video games. Don't shoot the food. Okay. <laughs> uh, mushrooms will make you twice your size. Mm -hmm. So be careful not to eat a whole lot of mushrooms really fast or you'll yeah, get stuck in the house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, don't, don't eat death caps. Digi Guinea Pig says, I played a game called Abyss Odyssey, a procedurally generated dungeon crawler. What are your thoughts on these types of game? I feel bad that I don't like them as much as I should. How do you feel about these games flooding the scene? Thanks. I feel like those games flooding the scene is kind of over at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's not happening much. I don't know what the I, next, I don't know what the next fad is, but well, people are still making them, but they're not selling. So this ties into what we were just talking about. Like, if you liked that sort of thing, 
you could have a lot more entertainment in the world. So why don't you just try liking it more? In because those things exist and they go on forever, or yeah, you could just like play those games and nothing but. I mean, I could imagine the Spelunky RPG. Part of the problem is that I think that the RPG relies on long-term progression in order to be satisfying. I don't think that it needs to. Like, 868 Hack, I would characterize as an RPG. Yeah. And it is played in small chunks and is very compartmentalized and it's got it's got resource management you you gain skills which give you new verbs i mean that is it is sufficient yeah to I, I call think, it an rpg and not be wrong i think one of the earliest games that like did that sort of thing in a a much faster time scale was counter strike where every match you're going through that sort of progression yeah and i mean i guess dota and the like are definitely like Blizzard RTSs are, well, at least Warcraft 3 yeah. added RPG elements to, I actually have a hard time saying that Warcraft 1, like, you have a guy that does 4 damage and you can spend some resources to make it so he does 5 to 6 damage instead of 4 damage. That right. counts. Sure. Yeah. You're playing the role of that. Yeah, you're Goldshire you're, Footman. You're playing the role of the administrator and you're leveling up your army in bits and pieces. This reminded me to some to, You're also idea. exploring the world. Like it starts out unexplored and you're going out and checking out checking it out. I want you guys to tell me if you knew that this thing existed. This is a PC game that came out in 1993 and it is a procedurally generated Eye of the Beholder game in the Eye of the Beholder engine, D&D licensed. What is it called? Dungeon Hack. Never heard I'd heard the name. It is a game that I oh. did I had never heard of it until I discovered it a few years ago on an abandonware site and then I immediately forgot about it and I had to Google what's the game that's like Eye of the Beholder <laughs> but randomly generated. Right. And then not found it. And then I just looked at a list of all licensed D&D games until <clears throat> I saw it. But Dungeon Hack. Yeah, Dungeon Hack. I don't think anybody bought it, hmm. but I think that it was pretty ahead of its time. You know what other game was ahead of its time? Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, that had... Who who made that? Th that was made by people with a pedigree. I don't know, but they're making another one. They're in, um, they're in Albany. They're just north of Berkeley making that... Uh, making a, a remake of the first Toe Jam and Earl... Johnson Voorsanger Productions. Okay, Greg Johnson, who was one of the people who works, who also has the same name as my dad, which is weird. <laughs> Greg Johnson was one of the people who made Starflight, and then came in oh. and did a lot of the, did some of the writing for Star Control Two. Oh shit! Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that is the pedigree that I was talking about. Um, yeah, neat. Hey, he looks like a. Looks looks like a cool guy. I recognize that guy. I think I've met him. Oh yeah, good job. Yeah, <laughs> go go me. Anyway, how about another listener's mail question? Sub friends says Sweblork. I've never played Minecraft and I just bought it today. What mods should I get? Also, am I too late? Don't get any mods. You don't need any mods. Minecraft is awesome without mods. Yeah, I would definitely play it vanilla for a while. You can always add mods. Yeah, later. play play vanilla until you get bored and then explore. The, I would the argue that in a lot of in a lot of ways the mods 
that are the most interesting don't mean anything until you understand what they're changing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. HR Huffin Post <laughs> says, uh, Jeff Kiff Riffin, new guy. What is your favorite game that is meant to be played in under five minutes? Uh, being bad at Spelunky. <laughs> It's probably not five minutes, but uh, don't look back. You you could play it in under five minutes if you were good enough. Maybe if you quit. You have to burn the rope. Yeah. You could play in five yeah, minutes. I don't sure. know about favorite, but I really like "Don't Shit Your Pants." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that. I think I spent more than five minutes on. I it. I definitely spent more you, than five you, minutes on you, it, but you you can. You can. I mean, I hundred yeah. percented it. Listen, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> yeah. <laughs> Did you without spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I also, I also yeah, no, pretty, we, we okay. I'm like, pretty impressed. We spent an afternoon like. Uh, the game is so. Why good. is it so good? What is it about <laughs> it? And it's like clearly, like those people went on to make Rogue Legacy, which yep. is awesome, yep. right? There was a game. I don't between, think that it is also like a, really good. Yeah, yeah shit. You have one week. Yeah, I have one day. Something like something. That. It, I. Yeah. It's like it's like a time. I have one job. Time to not shit time, my pants. Time sensitive Two. title. <laughs> I think it was like you have one day or something like that. You have one chance. One chance. No. Was that it? Like Maybe? I don't remember. I mean no. that that was one of those. Uh, for a while, people were doing games that like stored cookies so that you couldn't play it more than once. And it right. Was... I remember that. Yeah. Was every day the same dream like that? Oh, I think so. I like that one a lot. I have one day is what it's called. Okay, that's mm-hmm. different. <clears throat> they also made a game called My First Quantum Translocator, which I don't think that I ever played. I did not get into I Have One Day. Really? Like, I recognized that it was cool, but it was a style of thing that... Like, I also don't really like the Grow games, Hmm. because I recognized that the way to play this is just to sort of try every sequence but kind you of can, you can yeah. learn things and it's, it's you can logic stuff out can you yeah yeah I, that that's that makes <clears throat> an interesting comparison to don't shit your pants because that one is just kind of having insights right yeah I, you just need to have like 10 insights and you're done but it's also like it's it's also very much just guess you, you, you can't like purely logic it Oh, you're yeah. you're also guessing what the implementer well, intended, which is exactly how Grow works. You're as using well. you're using your real world knowledge, right, of how not to shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, there are lots of ways to do it. None of the I I don't know that I've ever used those techniques to not wasn't wasn't like like if you I forget all the solutions, but one of them was like fart, and that doesn't like that that yeah. ends badly. But then if you type fart slowly, fart lightly, fart yeah. lightly, yeah, yeah. That, fart lightly that, is the one that, that, that I mean. With spoilers for don't shit your pants, sorry. it really is worth playing. That's so it, good, it doesn't. Oh God, it doesn't make any sense. It's like not. I normally don't like something that's that just on its crass. face crass. It, it is done. It is executed it look incredibly like it, it's well. Just executed perfectly. Yeah, they did a really good job. It, ah, man. Yep. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Don't shit your pants. That's yeah, I'm just sitting favorite. here grinning, thinking about don't shit your pants. Yes, yes. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Have you guys been playing any video games? Uh, I played a couple of games. Let me see here. I played... Um, well, actually, it related to five-minute games, I went back... Some A conversation I had in chat somewhere reminded me of an old Adult Swim flash game called uh, Hard Throttle. Do you guys remember that one? No. If I say it's the game, it's a racing game where instead of racing a car, you're racing a naked man who thinks he's a car. 
Do you remember no, it no. now? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. You're 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 a naked man who thinks he's a car, and you're oh, racing this, this, this other by, naked uh, men. This is by Robert Yang, cars. and it just got greenlit. Uh no, this is an old one. You're okay, thinking that's a joke of, that somebody in the audience is going to get yeah, that joke. Yeah, you're, you're thinking of of something slightly different. <laughs> yeah. No, this is just straight up a racing game, except instead of a car, it's a weird little naked man running down the street. And if you uh, if you get like if you go a long time without running into anything, he gets sort of in the groove and he goes down on all fours in his running. And then eventually he's just leaning on his elbows, pushing with his legs, which is somehow even faster. I don't know. It's it's a very strange and funny little game. But, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just I was just scrolling through Greg Johnson's credits on his Wikipedia article and listed among them because of this Chrome plugin that is just the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> is Starflight Two trade routes of my butt nebula. <laughs> it followed me across OSs. I installed Chrome on this new MacBook. And it installed Cloud to Butt without even mentioning to me oh, that it was doing so. That's the NSA. Oh, it's in your, it's in your you want now. cloud settings. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's in your butt settings. settings. It's in your yeah, it's in your Chrome your Chrome butt storage. Anyway, sorry sorry to interrupt you. I oh, just... that's all right. Um, let's see. I also played. I played through uh, this. Well, both halves of an iPad uh, point and click adventure called The Silent Age which mm. we may have talked about a long time ago when the first half came out, but uh, the second half so. came out recently. It, the, the, it is, it's a pretty straightforward point-and-click game. You're this janitor named Joe in the, I think, either the late 60s or early 70s, and uh, you sort of fall into a time travel plot. So it's the sort of thing where you've got point-and-click adventure puzzles and... The one of your main verbs is to flip backward and forward between the past and the future to so that you can go through a door that is closed in one time and not in the other and things like that. And uh, it's pretty good. It's worth checking out because, like, the first half is free. And if you like it, the second half is only five bucks. Um, Have you played Paradox Factor, Riff? Uh, that doesn't that doesn't ring a bell. Is that I feel the same like that's a game sort of in the same same kind of milieu? Uh, I'll write that down then, because I am always up for a time travel game. Or a so I have I have not just a just a full full disclosure. I've not actually played it yet. I've just uh, it was recommended to me in the same breath as Silent Age. So hmm. I am I'm doing the same, but I, I don't have first hand knowledge. Yeah, well, Silent Age is <clears> it's uh I mean, it's pretty good. It's it's not difficult. Like you don't get a whole lot of objects at the same time, and uh, mm-hmm. the the uses of the object are are, are usually pretty uh, pretty recognizable. Uh, I didn't get stuck anywhere, but uh, you know it was a pleasant diversion, and it looks nice, and the story is kind of cool. Uh, it's got kind of a bummer ending, which was surprising, uh, but uh, in some ways refreshing. So that was good. Um, and the other thing I played... Oh, right, right. It was um, Ossuary on Steam, hmm. uh, which is a... It's another sort of adventure game. It's not really a point-and-click game. It's it's sort of a, a sort of very minimal, like, black-and-white pixel graphics, top-down perspective, and you're, you're walking around and 
talking to people. It's 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 like it's like a point and click, but all the puzzles are conversation puzzles where you have to go. You have you talk to a guy and he wants a thing, and you have to go find the guy who will tell you what you need to know to tell the third guy to get the thing, and your tools are that you gradually collect are the seven deadly sins which instead of just talking to somebody you can use one of the sins on them so for example if you use wrath on somebody then they talk about the same thing that they normally talk about but they're angry at it and that hmm. potentially unlocks different uh circumstances than you get just from talking to them normally so, so if lust. you like ask them about a burrito and use lust on them, they will tell you not what kind of burrito they want to eat, but yeah. what kind of burrito they want to fuck. Yes, not one with French fries in it. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, the the interesting. I like that conversation system way better than Oblivion's. Mm, it's it's pretty cool. Oblivion's the, the, conversation system is ugh, convoluted, yeah. like a weird joke about. Or like a crazy experimental... Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's like yeah. a weird indie game that they shoved into Oblivion. <laughs> that's that's the one where like you had to you had to adjust your mood or something. And well, no, not really. I don't, like, I don't the, remember. Like everybody had a like a, a four segment it. clock of like a per sentence clock of what they how they wanted to be treated that sentence. <laughs> like everybody right. wanted to be insulted, complimented lied to and spanked in some order <laughs> and it just kept cycling through it and if you did the wrong thing at the wrong time they would get mad at you well certainly they don't want to be spanked too early right. well some of them do yeah some of them that's it depends how, that's on when like, you start oh, talking why? to them who i really needed that they were they were talking to somebody before it's always spanking that. time somewhere <laughs> So the um, the other distinctive thing about Ossuary is that it's explicitly a Discordian game, as in the Discordian religion. And I don't mean like that it's all goofy and crazy. I mean that it's explicitly a game about the philosophies inherent to the Discordian religion, which is pretty weird and surprising to see in just a random game I picked up off on Steam sales. Huh. <laughs> to what extent is that a real thing and to, I mean it's I mean it, it's I like okay is it is is this would you compare Discordianism to like Thelema or the subgenius I would it's I thought uh, subgenius was the same people I thought I thought no, it was all part of the same there's there's overlap but it's not the same guys really um Discordianism, like, if, if I was going to say the two main tenets of Discordianism, they are not to trust anybody that claims to be an authority and to realize that your perceptions are heavily filtered by your brain. And so, which are, you can't trust because which, it's an which authority. Which you can't exactly, <laughs> which you can't trust because it claims to be an authority. And so are everybody else's perceptions, and they have different brains. So therefore, different people can easily perceive the same thing very differently. Like there, there's a quote in uh, that the game gives you after one of the e endings that uh, um, related to the authority thing that I don't remember exactly, but paraphrased it's uh, um, a guy that is waving the flag of the counterculture is still a guy waving a flag 
Right. So that's that's sort of the general tone of of Discordianism stuff. And like the so, people I mean then that just seems like it would be intrinsically contradictory for it to expect to be taken seriously as a belief system. Oh yeah, system, it, it, right? it, it so that's 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 the other part because Discordianism is all couched in just these crazy nonsensical stuff and and uh the the so-called discordian bible is is put together like a uh like a kid's like handmade punk zine with like stolen rubber stamps stamped all over it and and it talks about the the greek goddess of chaos and you know all these crazy saints with made-up names and emperor norton and so on what is this relationship to the illuminatus trilogy um the Robert Anton Wilson, who was one of the authors of the Illuminatus trilogy, and possibly, uh, I've forgotten his first name, but his last name is Shea, who is the other author. Possibly both of them were Discordians, but I know definitely Robert Anton Wilson was, and he may have written some of the, some of the common Discordian, uh, literature as well. But they didn't, like, found it. No. They, they, they were fans of it. Okay. I read that and don't remember I remember almost nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I remember a guy putting up a sign in a fancy department store that said no spitting. Yeah. And that creating a chain of events that led to the department store going out of business. But that might not have even been what happened. Um it's it's a hell of a book. Um I should read it again actually cuz it's been a long time. It it's it it goes into a lot of weird discussions about things like the there, there's a story um or sort of an anecdote about what's the value of a dollar bill what's the value of this dollar bill if it's a forgery what if it was a forgery made by paulo picasso <laughs> what if he <laughs> autographed it what if he autographed it but the name he autographed was alistair crowley's so it's also a forged signature <laughs> <laughs> and just on and on and does does this value change if i frame it and hang it in a museum <laughs> so i mean then the fact that they were talking about alistair crowley like did, i don't, I don't did, know did, if that was the actual example okay well i'm, I'm just curious like that's the thing like is discordianism an offshoot of thelema no um i think there are probably a lot of people who follow both but they're not directly related I don't know, man. The the actual philosophy that you describe just sounds like a... Almost nihilism. It, well, it sounds like just the way you're supposed to live your life if you're a rational human being. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that's the same maybe you've thing. Maybe you found your religion, Jim. Well, no, because like I, I remember fucking reading the Satanic Bible as a teenager... And it was also just like, oh yeah, just be your own person and don't take mm. shit from people. And it, it was it was very like just very rationalist, yeah, like anti-authoritarian stuff. I've always and, felt like, in as much as I have any religion, and like you don't at fucking at all. At all. It, yeah, you don't yeah. need a religion to have those philosophies. Like if you take some of that and some of Taoism, that's pretty much all you need to just be sane and straightforward. Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily need a religion to have those. No, values. no. I mean, but, so, but, like some people won't arrive at it independently. Well, no, and, 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 and some people, some and people think will there's... like do a version of it that is harmful to others unless they are unless they are given a framework in which to try to be a good person. I mean, the, like, yeah. And my, and my problem isn't the like. It, my 
I guess I don't even really have a problem with it. Like, if people want to follow all the, the, the ancillary stuff that's not the philosophy, that's fine. Um, but I just don't really see the point of it. Like, aside from the entertainment value of, like, the, the crazy stamps that you were describing and the, the, the weird production values on the books, um, like, if you're reading that stuff for the philosophy, it sounds like you can get it in two sentences and then... Well, I and think it's just the rest that, like I when I when I read it, it was in high school, and it was presenting me stuff that I had that hadn't occurred to me yet. Sure. Yeah. Of course. So. Yeah. But it still seems like the kind of thing where no one is really taking it seriously, right? Like. Well, I don't. I don't think anybody takes the religion seriously, but I think those ideas are definitely worth the, the, thinking the, about. The ideas are good, but they are not magical. Sure, of course. Right? Sure. Like it's yeah. just a piece of literature that exposed yeah. you to some ideas yeah, that I, you have. I'm to not even with. sure if I'm trying to critique anything here. I'm just thinking out yeah, loud. No, yeah, no, it's. A, yeah. I mean, it's the kind of religion that appeals to people who don't need religion necessarily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's just pick the most fun religion. So then, I mean, that's. I guess that. I guess then I would put that in the same category as the subgenius. Right? Sure. This yeah. is just a goo like this is like I don't know, something that you could have in common with a girl <laughs> at a party somewhere. <laughs> like Yeah. And that's well then it turns out one of you is much more serious about it than the other. Yeah, oh, and then no, it gets a little man. weird. Especially it's, it's if like when subgenius because they It's like when April and I found out we liked the opposite kind of Cheeto. <laughs> wait, the, what? wait, Cheetos are oh, binary? Like, pu- the puffs <laughs> versus Cheetos? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so one of you likes Cheetos and one of you likes some Fucking abortion Bullshit. that is not a Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. It was, it which, was, are, are you, which side of history are uh, you on, Jim? Which which podcast are you going to be on from which, now which, on? Which Ours faction? or a different one? I like the Cheeto one. There you go. Okay. There you go. I'm not, but I'm not telling you which one that is. Okay, fine. Did I tell you guys the story of uh, the last time I ate Cheetos and why it became the last time I ate Cheetos? <laughs> oh. No, Uh-oh. I don't think so. I am. Um, weren't you also is masturbation also involved? Dew? Yeah, I was drinking. No, Riff, come on. <laughs> Listen, I'm not all of my stories are about circle. masturbation. Some yeah. of them are about the shitting. Sounding. I, so we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I was like, all right, while I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm not going to consume anything except Mountain Dew and Cheetos. And so that's what I did. And I ate an entire, like, full-size bag of Cheetos. And then the next day, I took a dump, and it smelled exactly like Cheetos. And I just couldn't. Not Mountain Dew. Wow. No. It, it was your end like, smelled like Mountain Dew. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And it, also, it tasted it, like Mountain Dew, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't. I've not. I have not had a, even a single Cheeto since then because I was just like, oh God, that whatever it is that makes Cheetos taste like Cheetos goes all the way through you without being well, affected. Well, if you eat an by, entire sack of them, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what else? You, you gonna not do that? No. It's possible that your poop would smell like potatoes if you just ate a sack of potatoes. Well, that's, that's, mm. you're right. I I don't think that it would. I think there's not a lot of things in nature. There are things that are like visibly like, you know, kernels of corn. Also, why I don't like eating kernels of corn. But you you do like eating kernels of corn. Off the cob. Right. Doesn't it? It renders it immune. (laughs) (laughs) It's like still on. It's still on a kind of cob when it comes out. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that 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 image. That was too much for me. Even (laughs) I'll post a video in the show notes. Uh, have uh, have you been playing any video games, Kevin? Uh, I continued to play some Watch Dogs. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I helped you with a drinking game yep. mini game. There's a there's a drinking mini game that is probably just too hard for one person to actually. Is it like a jam on the A button to to hold your liquor bu- game? No, it's doing it's doing a sort of like keep this thing in this region with both joysticks at the same time. Oh. But on the PC, oh. the way that Kevin is playing yeah. it, it's WASD and mouse. Oh, that's and terrible. So yeah, yeah, it's really hard. It reminded me of the hacking mini game from Alpha Protocol. Which okay, that one is way more comprehensible though, for, at least for me. But it was just that kind of thing. Like, it was designed to be, like, just a thing that you had to keep track of and do independently with two right. analog sticks. Yeah. So. Which, you know, it's fine. Um, I started, I finally actually started playing the plot missions, and and I, I got into the, like, PvP side of things, and it's it's fine. I'm terrible at a lot of them. Although, there's, there there is one version of the PVP has like a bunch of different forms in that game. And one of them is like get close to somebody out in their game and then like sort of tag them and then stay close enough to them that you're like within a, within a particular radius, but don't let them see you basically, which, Oh, it's like, so you're trying to blend in with the crowd. It's like a little mini spy party kind of thing. Sort of, but all they have to do is mouse over you, so you can't just be like hanging out with with um, with pedestrians, which is what which is kind of what it, it's it build itself as. Oh, and I also remember that like all they have to do is fire a gun in the air, and all of the pedestrians will suddenly switch to a different animation and right. run off, and then you're just standing <laughs> oh. there. Um, like, but the thing that I found that like worked for me a lot is nobody ever looks inside a dumpster. You can just hide. <laughs> you can just like you can just hide in a dumpster, and people like I. I just watched people run literally around it and then like wand run oh, run off awesome. the other way. And I was like, okay. The current meta is to hide in a dumpster. Yeah, exactly. That'll somebody will figure out some new new thing. I tried. They'll I tried figure out one, the look in the dumpster strategy to cancel out the. Hide <laughs> yeah, that's a hard counter to, to the hide in the dumpster gambit. I played. I tried one round where I just I was like on one side of a column and I kept trying to like <laughs> like just move around the column as they did, which worked for like three or four minutes. You have to do it for five minutes, and I just I I must have, <laughs> must have been too slow. Did you try it where like they're looking down a hotel hallway, and there's a doors on either side, and they keep running into one room to look for you, and then you just run across into another one? Oh, I no, thought you I were gonna not. talk about like the the Groucho Marx routine, the mirror, you mirror yeah, them. You're pretending, a, right. you're pretending a window is a mirror and just doing all of their emotes, but having set your character to being left-handed. <laughs> Like and then they press the button to like mourn their niece. <laughs> oh yeah, the, there was there was a moment where I was at a I was at my niece's grave and it was like press E to to remember. Well, press E to remember. Press space to did, vault. Well, I did that and then and then it like and then the next thing is press like <laughs> yeah. that finishes the like cutscene or whatever and then the next thing is press space to vault and I was like okay. I and then I remember will. vault. What? <laughs> remember vault the game soda. Oh, the oh, soda. Yeah. So good. Is that oh, like Surge? I don't think I ever had that. Yeah, soda. it was the remake of Surge. I see. Okay. Surge is was. Oh, the resurgence. Yes, exactly. Very the good. revolting. Yes. Did you guys see the the Oakland Bank building that has two vaults in it that is currently for lease? We could currently guys, for a lease. We could we could totally lease a building with two awesome bank vaults in it. What would we do with them? Uh, you I could, don't know. Lock wow. people in them for an you could, hour. You could live in the vault. You could, sure. 
Ooh, be pretty cool. You'd be a dweller. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody keep playing Fallout Shelter? I think I I'm nearly done with it. it was, I'm up to like 186 not to guys. I decided, like, since I missed out on my chance with Crossy Road, I would search for Fallout Shelter on the Android store. Yeah. And I found a game called Fallout Shelter. Uh-huh. And it was like a, a shitty Flappy Bird platformer thing <laughs> with, like, sort of the, like, a, a knockoff of the Vault Boys, the protagonist. Whoa. And the, 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 the just justified calling it Fall Out something because you fall out of the, the level when you die. It, <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. Interesting. Did you have to pay for it, or was it free? No, it was, it was ad supported. But uh, the ads are really prominent. Like it, I, I don't think Flappy Bird had like ads between every game. Hmm. Has anybody ever done an ad supported iOS game that works like? Oh, that game that generates platform levels based on music that you feed it. Like, somehow it takes the ad and oh. takes elements of the ad and uses that to generate the gameplay. I bet that would be against the the uh, the rules for advertising. Yeah, if the ads have too many idea, words though. in them, they get rejected. <laughs> Fucking Facebook. Is that all you played? Uh, yeah, basically. I, 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 had, I have not had much time for video gaming i played a little bit of a game that i was uh, brought to my attention on the video games hot dog forums available at videogameshotdog.com and then you click on the word forums uh called spooky's house of jump scares oh yeah <laughs> which okay i think this is the like the one that's like in progress it's like a, yeah. a 700 of a thousand rooms yeah there, it's, it's a it's a room that's it's a game that's gonna have a thousand rooms that you have to go through and they're they're they've finished like 700 of them i think it presents them to you in random order is what i've gathered from seeing other people talk about it it's pretty good huh i think it's free maybe or it was some amount of money that was small enough that it was seemed like no money uh but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like a first-person game where you're running around and there's a ghost that talks to you sometimes. And sometimes, like, it'll just... It seems like it maybe procedurally figures out when you've kind of forgotten that it's a game with a bunch of jump scares in it. And it just does, like... It just pops out like a wooden ghost just pops out of the wall. <laughs> and it plays a noise. So they've got a... It's like Left for Dead's... Uh, AI director. AI director, yeah. yeah. But then it, it starts, like, in the after every 50 rooms, you get to, like, an elevator, and then it kind of changes the way that the the kinds of things that you run into. And in the sort of second set of 50 levels, there started being these, like, puddles on the ground that would slow you down and a thing chasing you that would do damage to you if it got close to you. So it was actually kind of spooky. It's like, it's a weirdly scary game for how silly it is. Huh. Like, I mean, I think it's just very, like, sort of cognitively abusive. You know, it's it's exploited. It's exploitative of things that are just inherently scary in the same way that, like, say, jackass is exploitative of things that are inherently funny. <laughs> like a guy getting kicked in the nuts for whatever reason. Like, no joke we write will ever be as funny as that. That's a very fatalistic way to look at it. You might be the one to discover one of these inherently funny things. Oh, yeah. That's funnier than getting kicked in the nuts. Pooping. Is pooping funnier than getting kicked in the nuts? Sometimes. What if a guy got kicked in the nuts so hard he pooped? 
See? That'd be funny. This I feel like what, that would be pretty this funny. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Let's, you need let's to work try that out. This. Yeah, you need to, like, I, I think you need to iterate on this. Like, you need to not just workshop it, but test it. Okay. You have to eat, you have to eat enough food so that you can poop at any time. Yeah. All right. Can you guys not? Not poop at any time? Yeah. No? Hmm. You can just poop it. You can just poop on command. Yeah. Wow, that's weird, man. It's a pretty good skill. Mm-hmm. The finest day I ever had is when I learned to poop on command. That's Kurt Cobain said that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was trying to remember who performed Nature Boy. That would be that would have been a good joke, too. Anyway. Uh, have, have you played any video games? <laughs> I've, uh, I played uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Is that like Chad of the Colossus and Sonic the Hedgehog had a baby? If only. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog is... A, well, Shadow the Hedgehog is a character. It's... I really don't know what like like what the intent was with this. Like, Shadow the Hedgehog is like a darker Sonic. Like, he's literally like black colored, but he's also like, all, like gritty and, and edgy and he has Uzis. He has Uzis? Like yeah. guns, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh. It's just a cute name for an STD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's the opposite of cute. Duh. <laughs> 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 what a hedgehog has got to do Uzis? Uh, it, this, so the gameplay is like just the same garbage that Sonic Team has been putting out for the past 15 years, except with guns. Um, but the story is like kind of amazing. It's like, I, I only saw, you know, the first few levels because the game gets really hard. Um, but it's like a Tom Clancy movie, except like with the Sonic cast. It's like, it, it's very like serious shots of the president worrying about nukes or whatever. Like, and then, then Sonic, like, I, it's it's utterly bizarre, and I have no idea like what if they were even in, if they were intending it to be campy, or 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 what. But um, that might be worth YouTubing, and then you tell me if it's tell tell me if it's worth doing. Link to a highlight. Okay, good call in the notes. Yeah. Um, and I played a couple of uh, Atari seventy eight hundred games. Really, I played Robotron for the uh, the Robotron port. Um, hmm. which How is did a, that work? On the, did you have to use both joysticks? You used both joysticks. Huh. Wow! Um, and it was really awkward. Like I would gesture with my hands and knees, except you wouldn't see it at home. You have to like hold them against a hard surface. Yeah, I was I was like kind of doing this weird like thing, rocking them on my knees, trying to trying mm-hmm. to get get them. Oh, you had an actual physical Atari seventy eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Um, I did not expect that. Yeah, uh, it's a really good home port. The 7800 is a weird, um, it's, it's weird in that, like, it's, it's like hardware wise, it's kind of contemporary with the NES, but temporally, because they didn't, they botched the launch, it's contemporary with the turbo graphics. Um, and it has the sound chip of the Atari 2600. So it's a weird, like, they, the NES could never have done Robotron. They're just, it just didn't have enough sprites. Um, but, uh, but like, it was good enough that it, it could, it could draw all those sprites at once. And 
it was good enough that like the the sound chip is good enough that it could actually do a pretty good Robotron sound because Robotron doesn't have any musical notes. Um, and it was all monophonic. Um, so it's actually a really good match for that one game. But I played a bunch of other 7800 games and, and it's just like the, the music is just, except it, the music is hilariously like off key. Hmm. Um, except in the cartridges that in, like included the pokey chip on the cartridge, which I think the pokey was the uh, sound chip from the, Atari 800. So like ball blazer sounded fine. Um, the other notable game I played for the 7800 was, um, super skateboarding, which is a, a platformer by David Crane, uh, where you, um, skate around like an empty office building after hours, turning off all the machines, like turning off all the lights and the coffee maker oh. and like the, <laughs> The bandsaw. <laughs> so just like, a, and like, and a like helpfulness the bo- sim. Yeah, like the HUD shows you like the current power draw of the building, and your goal is to get it down to zero in as little time as possible. You're just like two janitor. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fucking weird because the cover of the game is like the word rad, and then the guy's foot on a skateboard, and then. In the game, you're playing, like, just, yeah, the guy helping out after hours. <laughs> Maybe the power uh, is actually radiation, and it's, you're trying to reduce the amount of rads. Ra- yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that you're exposed to. Yeah, um, it's oddly compelling. Like, I, I played it for quite a while. So you have to, like, sort of optimize a path. Yeah. And- well, and, and like, if you, a single, like, a, a perfect playthrough takes about five minutes. Of the entire game? Yeah. Huh. Um, but it's, the building is a maze. Like, you go through duct work oh, to, wow. to, to change floors. Um, it, it's, it's a lot like Pitfall, actually, in that you're going from screen to screen, but there are also, like... Alligators. <laughs> shortcuts <laughs> from... <laughs> <laughs> um and Pitfall was also a game about optimizing um a score within a limited amount of time. Okay. Like I feel Pitfall came about because he had he had come up with a really good like w- walking animation or running animation. He's like oh, yeah? what what is the game that I can make where this makes sense to use hmm. and it sort of fell out of that. That that's, that's actually really funny because that walking animation looking back on it is not actually that good. Sure. <laughs> But he could do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Pitfall was one of my favorite Atari games yeah, as a it was. kid. Like, yeah. It yeah. felt bigger than it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the, the way the world was built. Yeah. The fact that you could go either direction when you started was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I had the same feeling about um, Tutankhamun. Although that might have just been because it was too hard to play, so I never. Yeah, saw that one was it. that that definitely had a fixed map. Um, yeah. and I remember feeling the same way about that game. Um, I've played a lot more of that as an adult, like in the last couple of years at various arcade shows, than I ever did as a kid because it was too hard as a kid for me to put quarters in. I don't. Was there a? Was there oh, an Atari? I'm only familiar of it? of it with Atari. Huh. We had a, an Atari cartridge of it at. Uh, not the last uh, Zapcon. Zapcon, but the previous one, the the first Atari Lounge one, we had a copy of it there. It would probably still have. I mean, it must still be there then, unless, unless it got stolen. It should still be there. It. Which why would they? 
Hmm. There were a lot of Check Atari, Atari cartridges, cartridges that were com. hidden away in in cabinets. Hmm. So. I think we're talking about two different games. I think Tutankhamun is different from Tutankhamun. Okay. I, I the might... arcade Tutankhamun. It's like Robotron, except you can only shoot left and right. Yeah. Uh, Riff, yeah. is this the same game that's also called Montezuma's Revenge? I don't know. Is it like the, the flip screen platformer where you like slide down ropes and you're jumping over scorpions? Uh no, I don't. It wasn't really a. Pla- it was more top downy, like Pac Man. Okay, we're all we're talking about three different games let me, then. Let me look and see if I can find it. Because I I may just totally have the title wrong. Uh, well, but we, we one thing we do know is that all three of them had toot in common. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, very good. Nice. Do you guys want to? Uh, do you guys want to move on from this and talk about our assignment? Sure, yeah. Sure. Her story. Her story. Not free. Available on Steam we're supposed, and you're iOS. We say that at the end. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, we can repeat. We just talked about Tootencom, Tootencommon, and Montezuma's Revenge. Hang on. All free if you download them from the internet. Should we sit, go ahead and say what next week's assignment is so that people who don't want spoilers can just stop No, I, what I think now? we should do is we should talk about it in a way that does not create any spoilers because I was not able to finish it. Oh, okay. Um, I, 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 I was actually not able to finish it either because I accidentally deleted my save when I was nearly finished with it and, uh, and did not balls. restart. Wait, it uh, stores state? Yes. Yeah, which videos you've seen. I don't... I am curious as to what it means to finish it because it has not presented me with any knowledge of how I will know if it even has an ending. I yep. just know from hearing people talk about it that Have it you, definitely has an ending. He has not yet, and it will. Okay. It will. Yeah. It, it will, it will give point. you an option to end it. It will not. It doesn't force you. You, you have to decide for yourself whether you're done or not. Yeah. I am. Um, I had heard that. I had heard a lot of people say that this was a good game to play with somebody who did not play video games. So what I did was I tried playing it with my girlfriend who does not play video games basically at all. And it was apparently enough of a crossover hit that she said that she didn't want me to keep playing it without her. So I was huh. not able to do what I was going to do, which was to finish playing it today so that I could talk about it spoilery but i think it's probably better if we don't anyway yeah from the I, listener's I point not, of view yeah i would not because, want to spoil anybody on this one definitely so basically here's my here's my experience of the game describing it purely mechanically you have a search window where you can type in a term and then it will show you any videos that have transcripts that contain that word and you are just watching a bunch of interview footage of this woman mm. uh with with transcripts and you are not even really clearly presented with a goal. I guess your goal the, is to understand what happened. The default search is crime, I think. Murder. 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 It starts out giving you murder, and it gives you yeah. like four or five video clips. And then in those clips, she will say the names of some people, and then you can search for those names. And then you're basically trying to like ferret out search terms in the yeah. text of what she says. And often there will be too many clips to put for the system to pull all. Right. Pull like up. If and so you, you get search the, for the, something very common, it'll say there's. 80 entries with that, but we're only going to show you the first five. Yeah, and so first, the, so the first, first five tem- chronologically. Temporally, yeah, yeah. which oh, is really are they, clever. Are they chronologically? I they're did always, not notice They're that. always chronologically. Yeah, oh. that, I think that was a really clever bit of design because like, it, those are the least interesting ones. Yep. Yeah. 
Huh. Um, and there's like it's the game is presented to you as though it is the desktop of a weird computer in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like a police computer system. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And it there's like some Othello in the, in the trash that we yeah. never figured out. Was, there, there are some there are some things there about Othello the interface game? that you there's, are are not obvious that you it, can do. If you from the open very up the recycle bin or the trash, there's a game. I think it's it's one of those flipping yeah, flipping like circles Othello. games. Yeah. Huh. It's called Mirror Game. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. And there's also a there's also a hack.info file in the trash as well. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, about having cracked the mirror game. So, <laughs> right. It so not knowing anything about how this game ends or how it is meant to end. Is it the case that there is like a thing that you could just type into it that would make the game end? I don't think so. So it's not like there's just no. a clip that you have to watch that it's like now you're done. No. Is it like there, having watched a certain percentage of them? I, I think having watched either a certain percentage or a number of particular important ones. Yeah, I got the it sense will then that like ask once you, you, would... if you think you're done and if you say no, you get an option to have them ask you again at any point you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd gotten the sense that it was like if you had watched videos about a certain about like three different topics or something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what triggered it when yeah, I got it. I'm not sure. There are definitely some clips that react a certain way when you watch them, which indicated to me that the game felt that those were particularly important clips. I is it was it that or is that just a random thing that happens? I guess it I mean like I have no way to know if it, yeah, I have up. no yeah, way to know that's... if it was random or not. I, I I watching for that I began to think I was sort of able to correlate what it was in reference to, but I mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure. Hmm. So I think it's possible that those that happens when there are clips that ha- that like w- if you knew what they were sort of alluding to would be that the fact that it does this would be significant yes yeah but i don't know that for sure it could also just be random and i was just associating meaning well i i i have heard somewhere about a particular revelation that it is possible to discover or make which i didn't i didn't find myself but you saying that puts me in mind of that and so i think you're probably correct there are so so i have seen all of the clips i have watched all of the clips exhaustively uh and there are still some ambiguities in the story that i'm not sure about mm-hmm. and i feel like that is an intentional thing and it's i think it's really interesting that you can that they were that it was constructed in such a way that you could yeah take yeah. different things away from it and or decide different things and because sometimes you'll do that thinking that you haven't seen the whole story because you haven't seen all the clips um i i think it's a really really neat mechanic because it's this self-directed discovery through a mystery and there isn't really a definitive answer to mm-hmm. it so you you have to decide what you want the story to be and end it when you're sat you know satisfied with that how carefully constructed do you think the um the exact wordings of everything what were in terms of i think that's very deliberate yeah i mean that's hard to iterate on though right unless you i mean unless like 
the woman doing all the recordings is like your wife and you can just have her put that shirt but, on again. But you could, you could, you could sort of paper prototype room. it without yeah, actually I mean, having you, video. You could do all the writing. Yeah. And then, well, one of the reasons I ask is because he talked about um, doing this with actual, like I read an interview oh, okay. where the uh, Sam Barlow talked about um, putting actual uh, police interrogation transcripts into his engine Oh, huh. And just playing with those. Huh. Interesting. And he described that as actually being fairly compelling already. Huh. As like themes would emerge as you typed in search, uh, t- typed in words to search for. That's fascinating. Yeah. And so uh, th- that's kind of what made me wonder. Um, maybe it might not actually have been necessary to to work hard at it at all to get it to be to allow for a. Uh, a disco- interesting discovery process. It felt very constructed to yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, Often important words would come up multiple times in the same clip. Sure. She would repeat herself in ways that were like quasi unnatural, like to just make sure and that emphasizing words. you know yeah. that we're thinking about this. Yeah. So I think that the acting was, at least for me, improved by the fact that I am an American and she was speaking with a British accent, so right. everything that she said just sounded better, smarter than if she <laughs> yeah. had, than if she was not speaking with a British accent. Like I'm serious about that. Like yeah. I actually think yeah, that no, yeah. that that's, really improved. Like, yeah. And I, so I'm curious as to how like and British plus the, the someone the should invent an accent that everybody thinks is smarter. Yeah. Oh. The the nature of the story means that it, in in a lot of cases, if if a reading of a line seems off, you could just as easily attribute that to the character lying as it not being good acting from the actor. Right. Yeah. Unreliable, unreliable narrator. Yeah. There is a, a Jen, Jenny and I talked about the game some, and there is a question that I wanted to to have you guys answer, which is there's. There, there's one like really major initial revelation that you have about this woman that I, I have to imagine you guys know what I'm talking about. I, I definitely the, do. But I don't the know listener so. might not. So. Right. That's uh, for sure. What? How many moves did it take you to get that? I got it. I. Oh, that's a good question, actually, because I, I got exposed to it very early by searching for something, kind of unorthodox, I guess. Uh huh. That's, uh, yeah, I, but you probably I searched the same thing I did. I would not I be didn't surprised. Piece it together for a, a I, little bit. I I I, I got like the first hint that something was wrong on like my fourth move, and it took like two more moves after that to realize. And Jenny got it in like four moves. Yeah, I so, feel like I feel like we figured it out in if it's the thing that I'm thinking of, like the first sort of like realization, like oh, okay, something here is not yeah, the, what the, it seems. The theme that's like this is a great big twist all of a sudden, kind of the, the I, I, like three or four huh. searches. So, it, yeah, that's interesting because it seems like such a thing. Like I it's felt a- like I had short circuited. It's ambiguous whether that's a real thing or not. Yeah, it, this did, is true. It did that's true. Feel like that. The something something that was interesting, like playing with more than one person, is that I did not notice like her tattoo because mm-hmm. if there are words, I cannot not look at the words. Like right. to me, like printed words are like a television in a bar. Like Can I you was not turn off the d- subtitles. 
I don't think so. They're cooked part of the video. Yeah. I was so. annoyed that you couldn't turn off the, the, the fan noise. <laughs> There's like a checkbox in the UI that's like anti-glare filter, anti which yeah. I thought was really clever. Uh, but if you do no... that, do you miss out on the the reflection of? I think you do. There was yeah. a review I read viewer. that that mentioned that fact. Huh. That seems like a sad loss. I don't know. That I, took me out. So of it. I had it checked. I so I don't know why that's a sad loss. The because oh, huh. You did check it. I I I checked the anti glare filter. Yeah, thinking that the the anti glare device was what was making all that noise. <laughs> well, I was. That, the, that, I thought that stuff was annoying too. I, I, I to me, I thought it was the like that clicking noise was the like the fluorescent lights sort of flickering on and off or something. Hmm. Well, there was also just like a a, a there was, it was definitely like a fan sound. I see. Because yeah. that's just the computer running. Yeah, there was also yeah, yeah. A, it also made mouse clicks when you Yeah. Which, yeah, I really like, liked it when you were typing in the iOS keyboard, it made noises like you were typing on an old yeah. IBM. That sounds like a, a much better much better UX than like hearing typing noises on a while you're typing on a computer. Right. Cuz I'm already making typing noises. <laughs> that's true. I don't need you wouldn't be if you weren't. I mean, you're old, so you probably use a weird old keyboard like I do. <laughs> I am. I, I'm stuff with, like this makes me really happy yeah. because this is an extremely simple thing, mm -hmm. and the fact that there is still like novelty that is really worth talking about in this space that is able to be presented that simply yeah. makes me really happy that your buddy's watch game was kind of the same like, the fact that like this basically just this like sort of it's a twine game that unfolds in real time okay that's very easy to describe but that was novel enough that it was like all anybody could talk about for like six hours and so some people made a bunch <laughs> of money like um I, now I can, but well, actually, once I play it some more, once I feel like I've comprehensively played this game, I can finally go back and listen to the last like two weeks worth of video game podcasts <laughs> because every podcast I would, I went to listen to, I was started checking the show notes because I didn't want to ruin this for myself. Um, maybe they will treat it the way that we did and just make it seem, I hope that we've made it seem like it's a thing that's fun and worth playing because yeah. I very much oh, believe it's very that. Cool. Yeah. Like, this is like, like a, $5, this is a good choice. right? Say what? It's like five dollars on Steam, right? I think so. Yeah. Like th this, we were talking about this uh, at, at Campo, the Campo Santo offices before, while you guys were recording um, the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Uh, like that, five dollars is is cheap enough that you could just say, like, even if you only play this game for five minutes, the novelty alone is mm. makes that worthwhile. Like and it's I, it's I even just it's the form is interesting enough. An hour or two of yeah, right. But if you decide it's not for you, just oh, like I see. the sheer like the the interesting the, the interesting interestingness of the form itself is worth the money. I think. I want to uh, warn everybody of how I deleted my save game, though. Okay. So if you are indiscriminate about saving clips in the in the buffer or whatever. It will eventually run out of space and stop saving new clips. Um, and in my search to figure out how shit. to clear that, because it that's labeled like clips stored in user session, I went into the options and there's an option in there for delete user session. <laughs> yeah. That does not do what I had hoped it would do. Can so you, don't I, do I that. never figured out the clips interface. Like, can, can you... 
remove clips manually. I I never figured out how to do on from on the iPad at bottom least. from the bottom ones that you've saved. Yeah. You've saved. Yeah. I don't know. I know I you can you can shuffle them around. You can you can reorganize them. Oh, but I did not figure out a way to to, to uh, remove them. I only ever tagged the like the four clips where I was like, oh my god, and I just tag- tagged them all, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so. I thought it was funny that searching for the title of the game produced a fairly sizable revelation. <laughs> yeah. Um, Were you guys I- able to get the, because in the little instruction readme text, it says if you put something in double quotes, you can search for the entire string. It, and that never worked for me. Yeah, the only time I ever tried it, it didn't work. Huh. I just started putting things like a, a word and a comma, another word, and that would help refine searches a lot. Yeah. So because this is great, and everyone should buy it and play it. Yeah, absolutely. What are we doing next, Riff? You're the only one who knows what this is. Um, I have momentarily forgotten. It's a portal mod. Oh, right. Uh, it's called Portal Stories Mel, uh, which is free Mel. on Steam, assuming that you already own Portal 2. Uh, and if you... Does it, is it going to reinstall Portal 2? It will probably install Portal 2. I don't okay. know that for certain. Was there a previous Portal Stories? I don't believe so. Uh, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an entire fan-made... Portal 2 campaign with all new story and new characters and so on. And it apparently is really good. Um, the previous one that came out, which was like Tag the Power of Paint or some Aperture Tag something, uh, was not well received, but apparently this one is really well liked. Power of Paint? I thought that was the name of the. Yeah, that, I, I think I the game that the, the, the Portal was 2 based mod on. was Aperture Tag. Oh, okay. Well, okay. There's a there's a game from the early '90s, late '80s called Portal, late late '80s, I think. Oh yeah. That is a, very similar to her story, so I think it's funny that we're playing a Portal mod that is the modern Portal instead. Yeah. Similar in in interface or similar in style. You're like a an astronaut who comes back from a like hundred year hiatus to find the Earth deserted. And, and you're, you're interacting with a computer yeah. to like figure out what happened, and you're yeah, getting like all these different clips. Yeah, what we should play that. Yeah, what platform is that? I don't know if that's I remember viable. CGA screenshots. Yeah, it's super super old computer stuff. So it'll to be easy to run. Find it. Yeah, yeah I don't maybe, know what, maybe the internet where it exists. Has it. Let's let's track it down. Okay. Uh, until then, Kevin, if somebody wanted to send us a listener's mail for our listener's mail segment that we do on every episode, how would they do that? They should go to our website, videogameshotdog.com, and. Uh, fill out a form with a question or a comment or a question and a comment. Yeah, do both. That yeah. way we're more likely to read both. Exactly. Guys, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number 205 or whatever of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your wrist on the toilet and keep idolizing the espresso machine. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Have a great n- night. Have a great night. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. But my other go-to sandwich is real simple. It's just uh, two slices of whole wheat bread with peanut butter and a bunch of 
uh, those ground red pepper flakes. <laughs>